Christmas is coming, the goose is getting fat. Yep, the fucking everyone's getting fat, you fat bastards. This is it now, the room to Christmas. Hold on a moment, Paul. What? I can't see your microphone. You're right. Where is it? <laughs> Where's my fucking microphone? That's why I'm turning We're just going to... Hello. Hello. Hello, everyone. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, Welcome testing. To the podcast. Paul was just doing a little Christmas song, and I think he was worrying about the nation's... Gloria! And he was worrying about the nation's health, weren't you? Yeah, I just think Christmas, right? It's not fair to say you don't like Christmas, is it? I know quite a few people who don't like it. I don't think... My girlfriend loves it. She just absolutely loves it. Swedish, though. Yeah. And they love a bit of ritual, don't they? Yes. But then so do the Irish, you know? Um, I just don't like it because I don't like the waste of it. I just think it's horrendous. You know, all that fucking food and all that plastic shit and all that fucking landfill and that horrible music we have to listen to every year and, you know, it's like... And then people bring out a Christmas song. Thank God they're not doing that anymore. Do you remember when Cliff Richard... You are sounding a tiny bit miserable. Cliff Richard, on the Saviour's Day... Guy... I missed that one, oh, but yeah. I can well imagine it. But what about the other one? Was it Christmas, Christmas time? time? Mistletoe and wine. That's it. Children yeah. singing Christmas rhymes. What did you think of that one? A terrible Shit! Terrible. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what? Yeah. Cliff Richard. And then you've got... What was, that, what was it? Have a wombling Christmas. And I wish it could be Christmas every day. And Slade, Merry Christmas, everybody. I mean, I know that, you know... People like all that, and they get drunk at Christmas parties, and they shag each other in the broom cupboard or whatever, and they have secret Santa and all that. But I just don't understand it, and I don't like it, and I don't... I just... I want no part of it, Guy. Yeah, well, I have tried to get out of it. Normally, I have a nervous breakdown around about the 18th... <laughs> I'm not joking. Around about the 18th of December, ask any of my family. And that's when I... I the, all the... Every reg- year? All the, almost every year. I behave so Excellent strategy, Guy. And all the arrangements that I've made and all the invitations that I sent out, I get hold of and, in tears, I retract the whole lot and say, I can't handle it, I can't do it, I'm so sorry, please forgive me. And, and I'm left with a huge goose in a cold house on my own. Oh, no. I can see the steel grey colour of this Well, that, see, that's not true. And now, actually, I, 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 I go with my kids and have Christmas with them. But I was very bad at organising it. And this year I'm going to organising it and I've started making lists and I'm trying not to do it. But I think, Paul, it's to do with the fact that when I was a little boy of 11, hmm. my father died basically on Christmas Eve. Did he? In fact, it was the 23rd, but we only heard about it on the 24th. That's not going to do great for... Your... And I remember going into the Christmas... In, into, the, into, the, into the sitting room and seeing the Christmas tree and thinking, I better remove all the presents to him, otherwise it will remind Mummy that Daddy's died. Sweet yeah, and I, I kind of got them out from under the tree. Uh, I don't remember what I did with them, but I thought, God, I hope this can blow over quite soon, because it's not a very nice feeling. And every Christmas, uh, naturally, uh, th- we just thought about him, and so it was a bit miserable, and I suspect that's why I have a nervous breakdown around about the 18th, because it's just still so um, unbearable, unbearable. Mm. 
But you've got kids, haven't you? So well, that's, that's a joy, joyful Christmas it's for story y- from Guy. It's for young'uns, isn't it, Christmas? That's why it's, it's done for young'uns. Yeah, and um, it is so, very charming seeing a toddler standing and looking at a Christmas tree with the lights on. Yeah. And that's, if, you, if, you're, if you're not charmed by that, you really do have something wrong but that's with how you. Even get, I'm charmed by that. That's how they get She's you, like the, I'm, the, I'm like the bar. That's how they get you. Uh, and the, how that turns into a white, crazy... Have you watched... Did you ever watch TV? Did you see the, the adverts on and all that kind of stuff? Can't watch it anymore. But we were discussing this the other night about how there used to be this thing where the new Christmas advert would come out for whoever it was, and everyone used to get really excited about it, whether it was Guinness or Marks and Spencer was always a big one, wasn't it? John Lewis. John Lewis. It's, uh, and I know about this because I see it sort of kind of reflected in, you know... In, Basically, in conversation in the pub, and but I've never, I don't actually watch them because mm. I find them so cloying and so insincere and and so uh, s- cynical to to take these feelings of family and meaning and belonging and just twist them into money. Yeah, weaponize you know, them. <laughs> just just monetize them. Basically, <laughs> just monetize them. Yeah. So, uh, so... Uh, yeah, to be fair, though, Guy, that is happening all year round. It's just more pronounced at Christmas. Yeah, yeah. That's why I hate kids in advertising and animals. I think you are going to say, that's why I hate kids. Yeah, that's why I hate Bloody kids. hell. Oh, no. In advertising. Because you feel they're being manipulated. Uh, yeah, because I hate it's the manipulation. It's like the, it's the, it's just the quickest way, isn't it, to get to you. It's like, you know, straight for the fucking heartstrings. And I just think, fuck you all when I say it. I hate them. Sorry, I'm doing the haters thing again, but mm-hmm. it does really upset me. I don't think, I don't think there's anything good about it. It, it, and they know they're doing it. Yeah, but the thing is, is that the whole that is that the space they take up consumerism, basically takes up uh, uh, in Christmas the commercialisation aspect of it is now so big that if we remove it, if you, for instance, you remove giving and t- receiving presents, which is sort of where you're going with your theory, there's almost nothing left for the English person. I mean, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> getting, getting absolutely, you know, getting, stuffing yourself with, with, uh, with food and getting arsehole, and that's it, giving presents. We've lost, you know, I don't go carol singing, I don't go to church, I don't um, no. I- I invite the, you know, the, the, the needy into my house. I mean, all of the things that you sort of associate with Christmas, the English have just flushed that down the bog. Can't be arsed with it. Buy presents... Give them and get and get and eat and eat too much. Irish families are still big on midnight mass, you see. Right, stop going that, that's to a, that. exa- I knew I was going somewhere with the church. Yeah, I remember doing that long time ago. A fair for church, but we don't do that. We don't do anything. Like the Queen's speech and we... James Bond on Christmas Day and all these things, but they are very artificial. You realize, I think what happens is after a while you just realise you're being manipulated, don't you? But one way or another. I just think it's like, you know, the whole... the prospect of being good all year and then you'll get something at Christmas when you're a kid. And then that, the horrible disappointment of finding all the presents hidden under the... the, the well, it, under the bed and realising that Santa's not real and... It's just, I don't know, I... I so of course it's fine. That's just life. It's a, it's just a, it's a gradual peeling back of all the illusions, isn't it? It's like the, the onion. I mean, God knows what how what ugly, horrible thing is going to be in the middle of it all. Yeah, believing in Father Christmas. I quite early on, I found a whole load of sort of holes in the plot of Father Christmas. Yeah. 
and uh, uh, so you you sussed that pretty early, did you? Well, I don't. Uh, that kind of illusion wasn't really ever really encouraged. My mother was not a very um, airy fairy. <laughs> she was a woman of of action and 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 a practical woman. She didn't really believe in. Uh, in kind of adding frills to life. No, so you didn't. You didn't Actually, have a tooth and, and, fairy. And our friend Matt, he, did, he had his parents. I th I'm not certain. I think that they, not exactly cancel Christmas, but I don't think they were allowed to have any presents or anything like that. No. Yeah. Yeah. The Jehovahs don't do it either. Don't they? No. It's just worldly vanity. It is. Yeah. It's exactly what the two of us are just saying. But we do disapprove of them. You can go too far, can't you? Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because I. I Looking back, though, I've had some great Christmases, and it's usually when I've been stranded somewhere, or you know, it, with, somewhere you know that it, when it didn't expect to be, with the snow outside, you know, you know, some some meeting somewhere up north, and ending up in a pub with loads of strangers, you know, just getting drunk and having fun, and I guess it's kind of escapism in a way, you know. There's an aspirational aspect to it as well, I think. I saw a great thing the other day, which is a, somebody had put up all these Christmas lights, you know, like when they go absolutely mental, like they're doing... Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. On, on their house. Yeah, all like over. they're doing Essex. Houser and Worth have done it. And, sorry, I just came past Houser and Worth last night, and it's like exactly like when, what you were saying, yeah. one of those Essex houses, sorry to interrupt you, I'll get back to what you were saying, just... And it's absolutely covered their Somerset gallery in the most garish, kind of bright blue Santa on his sleigh on the top. <laughs> and, 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 and I cannot believe they've got that path, you know, the boss, head office, cannot know this vulgar display well, of kind well, of what cheap they need, spangle and glamour well, what they need to do is the next it's, door... It's actually very, it's the first thing I've ever seen on there that's made me smile and stop, and I hope that's... Because, but the next-door neighbours see what they need to do is get the get the fairy lights out and write ditto on their wall, <laughs> <laughs> which is the photograph I saw. Right. Which I thought was said it Yeah, I saw one which had an arrow and it just had dick. Oh, dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, Hauser and Worth, it's absolutely, it's... Um, Hauser and Worth, we should say, at this juncture, are a gallery. Uh, yeah, a gallery, a very, very smart, quite, quite uh, sophisticated, yeah. successful gallery that are pitched chic. up... That chic, that are pitched... Uh, chic, and, and, sweet, and international Swiss gallery. Very important to emphasise yeah. international. And they are, they're an international gallery. They pitched up in my village in Somerset. God knows why. And spent loads of money creating a very chic uh, gallery, bar and cafe. And it's always so tasteless, achingly... Sorry, tasteful. So it's so achingly tasteful and kind of, you know, on message and, and on trend and all that sort of stuff. And has all the... You know, Minimal, the, even. Minimal, yeah, and, you know, all that kind of fairly cerebral, fairly joyless art, you know, carted over from Berlin or, or New York or wherever. And Switzerland. Yeah, Switzerland. And then to see that covered in, like, crazy flashing lights from Tesco. Yeah, and then the staff party. Uh, it? Someone must have been must be having a... I bet they're having a staff party and they're all photocopying each other's arses and backscuttling the, the galleries. Assistance over the wheelie bins out the back, <laughs> vomiting into the fucking bushes. Into I, the little... I, I, I have a feeling when I go back tonight or wherever, I, whenever I pass them, I pass them over a few days, that it will be changed, it'll be taken down. Do you think so? Yeah, I do. I, I looked at it and I thought, someone has not got permission to do that. It was probably a Jeff Coombs. Well, that's... 
Yeah, that would be nice. Well, I don't know if it would be nice. But no, it's just like a, mm-hmm. like you know, tongue-in-cheek postmodern. Yes, it just looks so on tongue-in-cheek. That's what was so funny <laughs> about it. That's what was so <laughs> brilliant about it. You couldn't look at that and say, "Oh, that's a very clever um, statement about Christmas." You just thought that's someone gone out and spent four hundred quid at Tesco's on crazy, <laughs> terrible life. I refuse to do it. Do you remember the other day when we were going to France, Guy, and you saw that uh, we saw that huge container ship, which which ha- must have had it was blue. Do you remember? No, it's a blue ship, and it must have had a thousand containers on it. And oh, we went past it oh, yeah, as yeah. we were going over the channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen pictures of them on the, online. I had a look at them the other day, and they are the Christmas ships. They're just carrying tinsel. And there's more than one of them. Turkey balls. Landfill. Landfill. Full of landfill. It's going via our, our sitting rooms into a hole in the ground. <laughs> That's right. Basically. Having That's been, the service they provide. Having been attacked by a cat somewhere in the middle. Right, most right, of it, right. Or given to somebody who didn't want it. And, and had an argument in, in earshot of it. That's <laughs> right, yeah. It's recorded on it. Children crying or adults That's having it, a go yeah. at each other. Some and of it's probably straight into the hole. in blood. We're not being very cheery about Christmas. Fucking something. Christmas! I've got to put up some Christmas decorations because I've got the grandkids coming, and I'm just wondering if you can ha- advise me on it, actually. Go on. What am I going to do? What am I going to put up? Um, I really don't want to get that stuff, but I'm sure it would go down so well with them. And I feel not putting it up is like a statement of misery, but it's not really a statement. Holly and Ivy. Holly and Ivy. I can, I can provide those, too. I've got a Holly. Have you got any with berries on? Oh, the holly and the ivy, when both are full, well grown. Half all the trees that are in the wall, the holly bells, the crowd. It's great. That's your old school stuff. Okay, you see, so that's text. Yule. And what about a Yule log, guy? A Yule log I can provide. And Get I've, a Yule I've, log. I've already marked, you know my woodshed, and I marked one out. Get a massive and Yule I, log. I put it on, on like, the, you know, Christmas, of, uh, Christmas Eve afternoon. and it Decorated with pagan symbols. What are they? I don't know, fucking runes or whatever. What, on the log? Yeah, put some on the log. Oh, don't be ridiculous. You're going to burn it. Paint them on with a, like, with a white paintbrush and then get the kids to make some um, decorations. That's what... I don't know if we can go that far. Why not? I could get an insurrection. Go on, so go, go Dad, go, just go down to Tesco's like everyone else and stop trying to be clever. Oh. I remember making paper chains. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's great for make, yeah. Yeah. And I did point. like it. <laughs> what about after eight? After five links? <laughs> after like after seven inches? Oh God! Like, for fuck's sake! <laughs> why can't we be like a normal family? But actually, we were a normal family. What I loved about our thing was that we had a Christmas box up in the attic and a fake Christmas tree, which came out every year. Really, like gnarly, threadbare-looking thing. But the reason it looked good was because well, I don't know if "good" is the right word, but it looked passable was because there was so much tinsel and balls on it. And what happened was every year, my mum used to buy or be given a small set of balls, but a lot of them were from the 50s and 30s, even the ones that were on there, and they'd been passed down from her mum. And so this tree was really quite amazing and had all these really strange balls. And as kids, we saw them once a year, so it was quite exciting getting yeah, them all out and looking yeah, at them again. Yeah. And then there'd be the newcomers, you know, and we would, and we would arrange it together as a family. Well, th- I was thinking, shall I dre- dress the halls in... Deck the halls with balls of holly, fa-la-la-la-la-la-la-la. I was thinking of decking the tree. Decking the tree sounds like you're punching it over. Deck the tree. Deck the tree. But I was thinking of decking the trees with the kids and the grandkids, and whether or not I could pull it off with a straight face and keep a straight face and whether it would be fun. I think that could be good. I'd get some carols on. What do you mean by on? Get some on. If, what is it? On oh, the, on on the, the boombox. On, on the box, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Just put on... Um, and if, if you want something that's a bit more upbeat for the evening, I like Phil Spector's Christmas album. Right. Which is the, obviously the best... It's the greatest Christmas album ever made, really. If, you, if you're into that kind of... Are they, are they, are they, are they uh, new, new songs or covers? It's like things like Frosty the Snowman, but done in the Wall of Sound style. Right, right, right. It's actually really right, good. Right. Um, Vibes Cartel, the famous murderer and Jamaican DJ, he, he, he does Christmas singles. And <laughs> from prison. It's, yeah, from prison. He's just, he has, re I, I don't know whether you know Budgie Banton was released this week. Budgie Banton did a six year stretch for cocaine. Um, uh, for cocaine smuggling in, in, in America, he got caught in Miami. Famous for the record Boom Bye Bye, which Indeed. I believe was advocating the massacre or the Indeed. murder of, of homosexuals. Of, of gay people, yeah, right. of, of gay people. And um, he, he's, he's just arrived back in Jamaica this week, so I'm expecting a Christmas single from him as well. Yeah. But we'll have to. But Vibes, uh, Budgie Banton has released no music at all while he's been in prison, none at all. Uh, 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 and there's some uh, people wondering why that's the case when Vibes Cartel can basically release uh, a song about every eight weeks one comes out of, of a Jamaican prison. And he does a very nice line in Christmas singles. There's one called Every Day is Christmas. Every Day is Christmas. It's a really that, nice song, actually. That's undermining the idea of Christmas a bit, though. Yeah, it is, I agree, but it's, we're going back to what Hang we're on, isn't he ripping off I Wish It Could Be Christmas Every Day by Wizard as well? Yeah, it could be, but, this, but the tune's different. Yeah, and there's nothing new under the sun. Anyway. Get in the shower feeling hot. She, t with a rum in with a rum in it with a rum in my hand. With a rum in my hand and a, something in my yard. Every day is Christmas. Basically it's just about shagging women. Maybe we need to bring back the serious Christmas single. Like Cliff. No 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 not Cliff. Like um and so this is Christmas, and what have you done? Was it Merry Christmas, War is Over? That had a serious message. Yeah. And there was the other one about... Um, Things we're not Greg sure. Lake, I Believe in Father Christmas. Do you know that one? Yeah. That he... was quite serious as well, wasn't it? Hallelujah, Noel, be it heaven or hell, the Christmas we get, we deserve. Right. That's a bit thoughtful for me. Well, I know that serious Christmas songs were a thing in the 70s. And actually, people got into them, you know. It's like, yes, it was a nice to put on a thoughtful Christmas record as well as everyone singing along to the Wombles or whatever. But maybe it's time for that again. Yeah, with a run, with a rum in my hand, with a rum in my hand, <laughs> every day is Christmas. You know, rum in With my girlfriend, hand. something hot. <laughs> she get in the bathroom and come back. <laughs> <laughs> This is typical. Anyway, vibes. Well, he, he is he is great vibes. He is. Anyway, so we're now going to have vibes. Vibes has got thirty eight years, and they are trying to work out how to get him out. They really need to get him out. But he he did he did the murder. I'm afraid, and it looks like he did some other ones as well, which he managed to get off. So they got Budju out. So they're basically they had, at one stage they had three or the four artists who in their top ten were all in prison for murder or other. Yeah, it's like, the, it's like I always say, it's like the Cray twins making Abbey Road. <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, it's so bonkers that the same, <laughs> the same people are, in the, are, so, are, so, are, are so eminent in their fields to one, violence and murder, violence and drug dealing and the other, songwriting. That's funny, isn't it? Yeah, they combine it. Mm. Yeah, there's been a lot of... Yeah, anyway. Um, yeah, Christmas singles. Maybe we should make one, Guy. I don't think I'm up to it, to be honest. I could do it. Oh, I, think I could you do could, it actually. I once wrote, I once wrote a hymn, you know, to go on the telly on a on a hymn contest. Did you? Yeah, it was called. It was a. 
it, it, you know when you have a drummer at the back in a, in a, in a church and they're going doo, 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 at the back and they've no, got a band and it all sounds very not echoey. Not any church I've been into. Yeah, but when they have those happy clapper churches and they've got all the guys who basically can't get in a band anywhere else, so they're in the church playing the music. It's a terrible place to end your musical career in a Christian church. So you need that boom boom ba boom boom ba really enthusiastic backbeat, and it's like do 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 do. And it goes, well, since the beginning of time, there has been an alliance between the devil and the men of science. They took away the amoeba. They shall be called the amoeba relievers. But what about our souls, Jesus? What about our souls? Who's going to save our souls, Jesus? What about our souls? Did you just make that up? No, I, I wrote that. <laughs> and then it went, do, 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 do. The snake popped into the Garden of Eden and made Adam give Eve the apple and something or other. I can't remember the rest of it, but that was my song because I thought... And the, and the, and the, and the, and the chorus was, what about our souls, Jesus? Yes. What about our souls? <laughs> oh, our souls. Our souls. <laughs> what about our souls, Was it Jesus? meant to be a pun? No. No, I was serious. Oh, right. Well, when you said that, I thought you were saying, what about arseholes, Jesus? And I thought... Well, people are fucking stupid. that kind of won a prize? They didn't win a prize. Oh, it didn't. You entered it, though. Yes, and I never got a reply. It was on a cassette. Right. I did all the parts, so it wasn't that great. It's a terrible... It's a... We're seeing the bands playing in... to a congregation, in a very thin congregation, in a quite... In a cold... In a cold church. Oh, That's... That's... Yeah, that's real devotion to your music, isn't it? And they have those songs, like, things like, Oh, Jesus, I have promised to serve you to the end. And they're all, like, quite jolly with very odd emphasis on the words. Like that, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. Horrible. It is horrendous. Maybe that's the future for us. Christian rock. Christian rock. So anyway, what I'm trying to say is anyway, I think we could write a successful Christmas single. Well, I don't. And I, I, you could write. I've got enough things going on wrong in my life <laughs> without writing a Christmas single with you, Paul. <laughs> Just add it to the, as you That's say, to the to, to, to the to the snowdrift of disappointment. Would, no, but if let's just say we were going to do it in theory, what would we? Do, how would we do it? I think you're right, though. We could take a line from Vibes and bring a bit of sex into it. Because right. you don't get that very often, sexy Christmas. No, you don't. What about we're going to have a sexy Christmas? We're going to have a sexy Christmas. Yeah, the kids are all up in bed. Santa's, Santa's going to come. Yeah, Santa. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming on his sleigh tonight. Right, and it's mum and dad. Kids are upstairs and exactly. they're having a shag. With Not dad. a shag, no, it's all like double entendre. Oh, right, OK. And so, Dad's got his little Santa cap on. No, yeah. Mum, yeah. I hope you've hung your balls on the tree tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stuffing the turkey for you, baby. I don't know, I think there's something in there. Yeah. We could have a one-off uh, novelty hit. If anyone out there's listening and they want to sign us to do this, Guy could write the lyrics and I could do the music and I reckon we could probably get on... Well, there's, you know, on... What's it called? Eurovision. YouTube. Oh, Eurovision. Poor, poor, you, you, the, the, the poor English. Is it English or British? Do we enter as England or Britain to the England. Eurovision? No, because there isn't a Island. Scottish one. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, they do. They don't always get in, but the Scots sometimes enter. Really? OK, so it's England, is and it? the Welsh have won quite a few times, haven't they? I have no idea. I can't I have to look away. 
I fucking love the Eurovision Song Contest. I love the way they're so rude to the English. It's and there's a they lot. I mean, we're not going to get on. Don't get me onto Brexit again. But you can just see that they are fed up to the back teeth of listening to English music all <laughs> fucking year. Every time they put the radio on, oh bloody hell! It's another. You know, do you remember? Do you remember? Do you remember we were listening to the radio in France? I love it. Sting. Sting. Phil Collins. And then up it comes. What I've got, you know, the standard old bit of English. You play all the old Spice Girls. And it's there. They're fed up with us totally dominating the pop music scene. But they had to and they get in. their own back on that day, whenever it is. It's, it's, it's February, isn't it? Spring. The, yes. The, so I don't know why. Maybe, it's, maybe it, it changes. But on the night of the Eurovision Song Contest, we are ritually humiliated. <laughs> we did. It used to be. Talentless, talentless uh, musicians. I remember the year it went wrong. It was when the, we tried to do a punk record one year. It was 1978, Too I think. clever by half. And we, tried, we put in a band called The Fruit Eating Bears. And they did a song called Door In My Face. So <laughs> the entry for England was Door In My Face by The Fruit Eating Bears. If you want to Google it, you'll see what it looks like anyway. And the, and the refrain was Door In My Face, Door In My Face, Door In My Face. <laughs> Which is what we got. And it, you know what? We never recovered from that year. <laughs> well, That's... it always... And then we kind of slightly went off in a flounce, didn't we? We said, well, we don't care. <laughs> but you, we yeah. sort of did. <laughs> <laughs> and then various people were put in charge of winning it back for Britain. Do you remember Jonathan King? I'm sorry, so, you know, various Good choice. And was it... Oh, Paul... Actually, it may not have been Jonathan Paul King. Gambergy. I think it was, yeah, Paul Gamgee. Nice people, not just Jonathan King. I remember the sort of... Jonathan King, you know... I... But, but we had a crack at it, and it just got worse and worse and worse and the more then and then we were looked in danger of really what caring about whether or not we did whether, whether we won or we lost and that was fatal as soon that as, was even as, worse, as soon yeah. as they knew that we as cared as about we blinked, it they just it. then <laughs> our score went to zero and, this, and then the block voting started didn't it so you would have the macedonians voting with the greeks and the the diddly i mean uh, the ukrainians and the russians weirdly all vote, always vote together with the um probably not now but there was kind of you remember there's this kind of block voting that goes on the fucking Irish always win it anyway, don't they? No, they have won it, I believe. They've won it quite a lot, quite a few times. Mm -hmm. Some great ones, though. There've been some great, truly great. And Australia's in it. My favourite one that I saw in recent years, which wasn't even recent, it was about ten years ago, was when the Israeli transsexual won it. Yeah, she was called Dana International. Dana International. Yeah. With uh, yeah, well, it was so fantastic. Well, I was with a couple of uh, friends, and we watched that one. I'm quite surprised the Israelis won it, actually. Yes. But I guess they put, you know, I can see... Viva la diva! Of course, there's absolutely no Arabs in it, which is which would account for it, otherwise they wouldn't stand it, because it's a fairly, let's face it, it's openly political. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just song. basically, do they like your country? Forget the song. It's I don't even listen to the song. It's melodic war, really, isn't mm -hmm, it? It's like it is, a, yeah. It's a kind of war using pop songs. It's the horse, Trojan horses. But I loved it that year. I loved it when she won. And we, there was, we were actually, I was sitting in a, in a room with several gay men and a transsexual woman when, when we watched it, and we whooped it up. I think we went, to, we went out late into a club afterwards because we were so excited. But it, I, I don't think anyone believed that, it, that she could win until she actually did. I thought that was great, actually. It, I think it might have been the last positive thing that Israel did on the international stage. Yeah. Unfortunately. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what can I say that? Yeah. You can say it if you want. Yeah. But I don't expect she probably won't put down very well in Israel either, because they're quite macho, the ones who I met out there. I don't yeah, but you are allowed to be gay in Israel. You are allowed to be gay, and that, that is it's a really not, It's not actually a criminal offence, you mean? No, it is a really positive thing about Israel. Yeah. You know, probably a lot more positive than a lot of the other things they do. I mean, you know, this is the problem, isn't it? It's that there's all the elements of a, of a, of a, a progressive society, but, but it's just that it's a fascist one. Yeah, it's, it is a bit um, hand-tied by their parliamentary system, which has ended up giving so much power to these tiny parties. Mm. And, it's, and that's why the first-past-the-post uh, system that we have uh, tends to keep the smaller parties out of power. And uh, that's why we have such reasonable governments, Paul. <laughs> I see, you, just looking at, I see you about to attack me as I, <laughs> as I advance my thesis of the brilliance of the British political system. <laughs> Particularly this week, you can see how wonderfully uh, effective it's it is. It's worked out really well, hasn't it? <laughs> Have they got proportional representation in Israel? I don't know, but I think so. But I know this, is that... They have a large number of parties in the uh, in in the parliament, and you always have to, a bit like Germany, they always have to do it by coalition, mm. and they put together these coalitions, and the and the and the the far right Likud often get into into the coalition, and like with the DUP, they 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 advance, you know, uh, quite hard, Their agenda. hardcore agenda, yeah. yeah. And in Britain, except actually it's not true at all, because in, in fact in D, the DUP do have a lot of influence at the moment, but normally they don't. No, they're not giving their money back either. Yeah, right. <laughs> I didn't Keep think that money. Much chance of getting their money. <laughs> yeah. Where's the money gone? Well, <laughs> yeah, tough shit, mate. Should never have handed that over.